0: Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Arrow on Target. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Arrow on
1: Target. We are your hosts... You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. Right now, we are talking about Arrow Midnight City.
0: Midnight City. So,
1: John, this is probably one of my favorite episodes as of late. Really? Um, Just because we talked last week Mm -hmm. or last um, uh, episode about that this felt a lot like Gotham City. And I think this took it to a whole other level. Oh, it really did. With, um, you know, even had like shots down the docks, you know, with like the shipping containers and felt like it felt like the dark night whenever, you know. Batman's coming in, swooping up guys. Um, it also, uh, you know, like the whole thing with Brick and the mayor, and I'm gonna take over the Glade. Dude, that was out. nuts. It, it was
0: amazing. Dude, okay, so I what I loved about uh, that moment, whenever he's like, no, you know what? You are gonna do this, because it's yeah. like there's no way we would ever do that. And that was like the entire audience saying that straight up to Brick, and then Brick gives it context, and he's like, no, 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 you are gonna do that just like, what do you say, just like they did in LA in 92 didn't they so the quote was we're not abandoning an entire section of the city and Brick goes they did in LA in 92 didn't they (laughs) and it's just like holy cow it's a real world scenario
1: and so like that's what I love about like um, the, Mind blown These few episodes It's just it feels Very ground level It feels like okay, okay this is a guy Who's like He's not like Wanting to destroy the city Like Slade or Malcolm no. Merlin He wants to take over the city He wants to run
0: the city Exactly
1: man. And so um, It's really cool Seeing that happen I also thought The pacing was really good In this episode And the direction Was really good In this episode
0: For sure um,
1: You know like it, it felt really really good
0: uh, I agree and it's like it kept up the pace from the previous uh previous episode we talked a lot like last uh, episode about kind of like that was the, the that director's kind of last uh, last episode with of the season and uh, and it was amazing like a lot of the action was huge and in this one on the flip side of that, like we didn't see a bunch of just like butt kicking in this one. What we did see was, uh, kind of uh, Laurel getting her, you know, feet underneath her, um, in this whole like craziness. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that. This is kind of uh, and this episode kind of serves as this beginning origin story for Laurel as Canary. Yeah. Ta- speaking of that, I'm still not
1: a fan of why are we not telling Detective Diggle about Sarah.
0: And now now she's pretending to be Sarah. And it's like, and now, the the thing that I hated about this episode and the thing that's even more heartbreaking is that now he's not going to forgive her, not only for not telling her, but for leading him on like this.
1: And lying to him. And
0: lying to him. And then now everybody else is an accomplice to her lie. Yeah. They're, they're
1: complicit in this.
0: Whole exactly. Thing. And it's like now, I don't know. It's just, it's gone to a whole nother level. And while I do see that this was not the time to try to deal with this and they needed that information. Yeah. It's like, you should have told him long ago whenever you, there was not a pressure situation like this on at stake. Um, and you were, you had to resort to this. Exactly. And
1: while I agree that it was needed to call him up on the telephone with her voice, it was yeah. not needed to do the whole appearance on the, oh, man. the fire escape at the end of the episode. Yeah, that not at all. That was stupid.
0: And that was stupid. just... stupid. And it's just heartbreaking. Like, I, every time I was watching those scenes, I was just like, this is ridiculous. It, it kind of physically angers me yeah. that it's happening. And it's like it's at a whole other level. She's no longer uh, avoiding the grieving process, and she's no longer... Uh, uh, keeping this from him, trying to protect him. Yeah. She's just being mean now. You know, it's like, this is right. just, this is at a whole nother level of crazy, you know?
1: Well, like that. And then I feel like they can't utilize, is he a detective or is he a commissioner?
0: I think he's commissioner now.
1: So they can't detect, they can't utilize commissioner Lance as a character, until they deal with this, honestly, like That's he's true. he's relegated to showing up at crime scenes, and he's in some cop cars, you know, it's like true. Uh, and because anyone who is uh, interacting with him on a uh,
0: personal level, yeah. they're lying to him. They
1: have this huge secret, and so they're going to limit the interactions that they have with him, right? And so, like, I don't like the marginalization of that, his character. I really love his character.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it's like and and. Okay, so I do like that uh, from like a storytelling perspective. I like the fact that this is in there, and I like the fact that uh, that Laurel has this, you know, this this really like unrealistic. uh, idea of like what she have her protecting him. You know yeah. it's like she's protecting the city now as yeah. Canary and she's trying to protect him and so it's like it's going to have this big conflict eventually and it's going to be cur- like interesting to see how that works out. Like yeah. and I love that. I like stepping back and looking at it from that perspective. I love it. But whenever you're in the middle of it it's just it's it's really just heart-wrenching to watch and it's like you said it's like it sucks that his character Almost like we haven't seen a lot of them this season, you know, it's like, and he's such a good, good character and, and, uh, Paul Blackthorne is such a good actor. It's like, man, I I just want to see him, him used more. Yeah. Um, that being said, I enjoyed Laurel again, this episode, like, it's interesting that the last two episodes, I don't think she's done anything, you know, um, just off the wall, you know, that I didn't. Like in somewhere that wasn't compelling i guess you know because it's like a lot of times like season two there was just some storylines with her that just were not compelling and it's like it seems like they stepped back a lot and gave us a a break from kind of her character while she was doing the whole boxing training thing and now that we have her back she's almost a a different mentality different kind of character yeah and so i tend to like her more now
1: yeah i like her more however you know like the whole you know she accidentally gets somebody killed, which was stupid. You know, it's kind of like okay, you should have seen this coming. Um, which right. obviously the team doesn't work well, as well without Oliver. So I like that aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like you know, then I'm going to have this huge emotional like breakdown over it.
0: Well, Gr- so did Roy. You know, granted, there. You know, it's like he he had this this kind of uh, reaction to it as well. But it's like, and it's, like it, I think this you, can't be the first time something somebody's died under Roy's watch. Well, I mean, other than you know the fact that didn't he kill that like he, right. he was trying to deal with that so right. like it wasn't as extreme for him but I mean I, you did mention last week that we, you deal in these big like extremes on the show a lot of times on yeah. I mean, the emotional side of things and so this is just another one of those big emotional waves and we dealt extremely a lot with that with like uh, Felicity's character yeah. uh, this time too because she's refusing to help uh, Ray Palmer with his suit yeah. um, and just basically backs off from that whole set thing altogether. well she's backed away from everything Right. she's
1: backed away from Ray Palmer she's backed away from team arrow yeah. and uh but at, at the end of the the episode she comes around and i think oh, yeah. to, to uh to the right spot yeah. um so that's good
0: yeah and uh ray this time didn't creep me out even in the last two episodes he didn't creep me out nearly as much as he did like earlier in the season yeah um so that's good yeah you know the, the, Positives i think there. i think an
1: interesting thing and I, I don't know if i necessarily agree with it is like so team arrow doesn't seem to even work right without felicity so it's like yeah. Felicity is almost like the glue that holds Team Arrow together.
0: Well, last, last episode, it was interesting at the very beginning uh, before she kind of uh, opted out, before she was just like, I'm kind of done um, or even had those thoughts. It was more like she was running the show. And, and if you think about how her and Oliver work. They kind of run it together a lot of times. Like whenever he's there, she's one side of it. He's one side of the investigation, and he's the other. Right. You know, and so you have that that interplay. So now you're missing Oliver, and so you only got this. You know, the the one unifying thing that can the through line that basically does investigating. Things other than the canvassing that Diggle apparently does with with Roy, so you know, it, and even uh, what was it? Roy goes, "I'm gonna hit the streets." I'm hit the streets. Which, you know? I
1: mean, I know he's gonna put on his his arsenal suit and go oh, yeah. out, but it sounds it does. It sounds like he's gonna go canvassing again, knock on doors. It's like Roy, enough <laughs> of the canvassing.
0: <laughs> Stop knocking on doors. Um, <laughs> These people are tired of being bothered oh man, but yeah, it's like, you know so I think that that makes sense in my mind like the way that the team has grown to work and the, the way that the Arrow family kind of works.
1: I mean, kind of though, but you know, think about um, whenever she there was the crossover with Felicity and uh, the flash and they were fine without her.
0: Well, they were like, were running on automation and this, they even did that this episode whenever she was gone, it was Diggle was running face, facial recognition whenever she wasn't there. Right. And so it's like, it sort of works, but I think that because of their, they're basically emotionally shattered, uh, since Oliver hasn't returned. Yeah. Um, and is, is dead, you know yeah. I mean? Like in their minds, he is, he's gone. And, uh, and, and that is brought to the forefront by, uh, by Malcolm with the yeah. sword and
1: things. So it's, this is my problem. They still haven't dealt with the issue that came up last episode about the fact that they can't trust her. Like when she shut the door in their faces. Yeah. You know, like they can't trust her.
0: Well, she's they couldn't-
1: too Like, honestly, she's too emotionally unstable for them to uh, anticipate any reaction in the heat of the battle.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, because again, I feel like, Almost everyone has had those moments, like Roy with the mirror. Diggle hasn't, yeah. Diggle's the only, like the only, and Roy was only because he was drugged up. Well, which is why Diggle's kind of the rock. But even after that, he was just angry, like he's just angry, angry Roy. You know, I mean, it's like I think everybody kind of has gone through those emotional things, and obviously Laurel, we know that Laurel has gone through a lot of those those emotional things where you can't rely on or you can't really do those things. And uh, but I definitely think that this is just. Uh, another, you know, interesting thing that's happening with Felicity. But now that she's in, like at the end of the episode, whenever she comes back and she's like, I'm all in. And she's also helping Ray Palmer. Like that that's the part of it that I'm kind of like either way on, where it's like she's helping Team Arrow, yeah. but now she's also helping uh, Ray Palmer. So it's like, I don't know where we're going here. Like, I don't know if she even knows. Like it seems like she's just at one point in this episode, she's like, I'm all out. And now she's come back and she said, I'm all in. Well, Whereas this- before, whenever Oliver was in the city, she didn't really feel comfortable helping Ray because she had this other team, because mm-hmm. she had Oliver to, to, to you know, push and back. But now she's basically just saying, okay, now that Oliver's gone and, and Team Arrow is less effective – I'm going to push on everything, you know, and, and, and be that thing. So I don't know. It's like, it almost seems like maybe she'll be spread too thin. Maybe she's already
1: spread too thin. Like you look at, you know, like she, they're in the middle of like investigating. She's like, I have to get to work. It's just like, you're in, it's the freaking middle of the night, Felicity.
0: You don't have to get to work. I don't know. You never like in that arrow cave. You never know what time it is. Well, But then she goes to work and it's dark outside. That's up true. In the, the skyscraper. That's true. I also like in these two episodes, the one thing that I did lose was a little bit more of that. Like how much time has passed because we didn't have the day night cycle a lot of times. But it seemed like multiple days would pass because even like Malcolm Merlin, whenever he goes off to the mountain. Uh, was that this
1: episode or last episode? I think it was
0: last episode, which yeah. we didn't talk about it. Last uh, episode of Arrow on Target, but whenever he uh, whenever he goes off to the mountain, that took uh, Oliver like twenty four hours to get to. Like, yeah. They gave him twenty four hours to like say his piece and then go to the mountain. Right. So it's like it you know took. 12 hours maybe to get there or whatever.
1: I, don't, I think, well, not if they gave him 24 hours to say his peace and get there. It probably took him off. I mean, it took him time for yeah. sure, but it did. It felt like no time at all. It felt like Malcolm Merlin yeah. walked out <laughs> and then walked back in. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I
0: have the... I the sword. C- because we cut to a flashback scene on that, in that, right. uh, in that time that he was supposedly traveling. Um, yeah. And so it's like, it's weird. Like, it's weird to me, um, you know, to have these two episodes that I can't really determine how much time has passed in them. Like, whenever Oliver gets back, legitimately in their universe when is this going to be? And like how much time will have passed since he, he went away. Cause he's got to take some time to heal. Maybe that's what we're doing. Maybe it's like, Hey, we want there to be a perceptibility of more time is passing. Um, than we're actually showing. And so, you know, things are just getting progressively worse and worse and worse. And so whenever Oliver actually returns, yeah. he'll be fully healed. That sort of thing.
1: Yeah, I will say there's a better way to portray it. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think about the uh, the DJ working for uh, Raz Al Ghul?
0: Dude, it's like I didn't see that coming until he shows up there. Like until right at the beginning of that scene, I was like, "This guy, there's something wrong with him. I bet you he's watching her." Right? You know? Right. Because before it was just like this weird, odd... I, I thought they might be playing up like a love triangle type situation with him and uh, Roy and and her. And so it's like, I thought they were, might yeah. be doing that again, which is very season one Arrow. Yeah. Um, and uh, But they weren't. They had the they had their end game in mind and it's like, holy cow, it's so much better than, than what I thought it could have been. So, so I,
1: I have an Easter egg that I want to see if you noticed. Ooh. Uh, whenever... Uh, uh, Feliz, or, no, sorry. Whenever Thea is at home, yep, sitting on the couch reading, uh huh, and Malcolm Orland comes in, uh uh-huh. What book is she reading?
0: Uh, I saw, I it didn't catch it as it went by, but uh, I did see it on Facebook today. Yeah, um, and it was uh, a Brad Meltzer book. Yep, which is awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I, I saw it.
0: I'm like, that's a Brad Meltzer book. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, no, I did not catch that on the actual. For those episode. of you who don't
1: know, Brad Meltzer, he's a he like he writes uh, like political thrillers, and he's also written the I am Abraham Lincoln and I am Amelia Earhart yep. and uh, I am Albert Einstein and books a bunch of comic books as well. With Chris Eliopoulos.
0: Yeah, yeah. Chris Eliopoulos is the uh, is the artist on those, and those books are amazing. Like, if you haven't read those books, uh, go out pick them up. They're amazing. Yes. Um, but yeah, he's written a bunch of comic books and things like that as well. So it's you know it's. It's awesome to see them th- do that,
1: you know, throw that in, throw
0: there. that in there, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But the Thea thing, where do you think that's going?
1: I don't know. Like, you know, they're playing it off. Like she, she doesn't know who Oliver is. I mean, I, I, I still don't think she honestly does. Um, otherwise they would have like, she would have, they would have had her react in a different way. Um, I hope that she finds out soon like this is just getting ridiculous and i honestly hope she uncovers what Malcolm's done yeah because that's also getting ridiculous you know the, yeah. the whole, her whole relationship with Malcolm um, is predicated upon the fact that he doesn't lie to her like everyone else whenever even this episode she admitted that hey you're lying to me you're not telling me the truth about why we need to leave
0: it's interesting that she took some time to get to that point where she was like Oliver you know you're lying to me I'm gonna you know and then I'm gonna you know, not not talk to you anymore or whatever. Yeah, and now she's getting to that point slowly uh, with with Malcolm. So it's like, and same with Roy. Same situation. And that's whenever Roy told Malcolm, he's like, "You're lying to her." He's like, "You had her before, but now it's over. You've yeah, already you've already lost because you've you know you've you've lied to her. She's yeah. you know she's not going to choose you. And it's like, and and that makes that makes sense to me that I think that in the end we may in fact see the team up that we all want. Yeah, between Team Arrow mm-hmm. and Thea. Yeah. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. I, I think, think it it, too. it would be amazing and I was thinking this uh whenever she said something to Roy last episode about like knowing the Arrow or whatever. Yeah. Um I was thinking it would be interesting if she took Oliver's place in his absence a little bit. Like suited up in in the Arrow suit and uh and and did the thing, you know, did the Arrow thing. I feel like that'd be so cool. Mhm. I don't know. I, I that was just a thought that I had and uh obviously it's, you know, complete uh conjecture, you know. But I mean,
1: it would be really cool, you know, like And and honestly, like, I I would be happier seeing her out on the streets than seeing Laurel. I I really don't care about seeing Laurel out on the streets. Like, I agree that her character needs, you know, a good story arc, and we will see her out there, so that's cool. Um, But, like, honestly, I I would be more excited about seeing Thea out on the streets. Like, she has better training. She has better motivation. Mm. She's... She's, uh, I
0: don't know about better motivation, because like the motivation of you know what's her motivation right now? You know, other than I mean, to clean up the streets, there really is none.
1: There's there's no motivation for for um, Thea. no, there's no motivation for Laurel at all. Besides, like oh, I'm just gonna like. I well, mean, she's she's avenging
0: her sister and like all of those things.
1: Kind like, of, it's 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 her way. Honestly, like this is her way of staying connected to her sister that's that's what's always been like and she she has this like rage inside like this is a terrible terrible reason for for going and trying to fight
0: crime but i think that's better motivation than you know because the only reason thea really knows how to fight is because she was trying to get to know her father um and so it's like other like and malcolm's a terrible person so it's like there is no real motivation there and there's no real motivation to to clean up streets or anything like that you know uh I, I just don't I don't see, you know, why she would go out there and do it any more than Laura would. But Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, I
1: don't know. Like she's better skilled. Yeah. She like I don't know. I would rather see her out there. Yeah.
0: And uh I I would love to see both of them out there, but it's like it's one of those things that uh, uh you're right that she's better trained and she's it, it would be nice to see her fill that you because know, obviously Diggle um, couldn't really pretend to be Oliver either. You know, yeah. it's like he he gave that a shot and couldn't really you know couldn't really pull it off.
1: I feel like Diggle needs a suit. I like really he, do needs, he needs. He needs some kind of
0: like outfit. He well, so doesn't even wear a mask, I man. Know. He has like, he's, anyway. he's revealing himself to everyone. Yeah. It's like, it's, he has no secret identity because it, his secret identity is his only identity. Right. You know, it's like, it's so weird. Um, And I, I, even if you give him like a gun or a Glock or whatever, it's like, still give him a mask of some sort. Right. You know, give him like one of those little masks that you have. That, yeah. It can't cost that much. Right. You know? So right. and I know Oliver's running on, you know, less fundage right now than he has in the past. But yeah, anyway.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I almost thought that like Ray Palmer was going to somehow like fund end up funding like Team Arrow or something like that. I'm like, mm. what is gonna happen here? Yeah. I don't know.
0: You know, it's it's weird. Like, I think that Ray wants to I, I don't know what his his end game is because it's like he says he's like, oh, and, and I respect him because like they go out there and they don't have armor. Yeah. And it's like, so does, is it that he thinks he can do a better job than them? Is, that he, is it that he, uh, well, I, I really he still just don't, still, know, I don't understand
1: his motivations at all.
0: I mean, it's like he wants to go out there and protect uh, protect the people he loves. I understand that. And it's like he wants to go and like uh, avenge, you know, his, his, uh, was, he, was he married? Was it his wife or was it his fiancee? I think it was his fiance. Okay, so they weren't married yet. It, so he wants to avenge her, but I mean, we don't know how he wants to do it. We don't know why he thinks that we really he's don't better. Know if he's good for the job or we, he's better than than Arrow or anything. I don't know. We don't know if that's the truth. Do you think we'll see him suit up uh this season? I can see him suiting up this season. Like my my thing
1: was like with like, you know, we don't know if that's the truth. Like he was telling Felicity that to whenever he was trying to convince her to join him mm. and then we saw later you know uh he whenever he had the conversation with that investor yeah how manipulative he could be with his stories and it's his true. emotions it's and true. honestly i i wouldn't be surprised me at all if he is on just using felicity
0: to get the kid to get the power yeah yeah i mean i, I can see that for sure um it, I feel like we'll probably see him suit up. I don't know if we'll see him in action. I don't know if we'll come to a very good place with his storyline this season by the end of the season. I just don't know how much uh, he'll have to do with the raish and uh, and you know Brick storylines going on. So I mean, just
1: honestly, just I think kind of depends on whether or not they're going to spin his his uh, character off into another show. Mm. If they're going to do that, then they're going to save a lot of that stuff for the show. Yeah, and if they're not, then we'll see it. But
0: I don't know. I mean, I I I like him. I like the the dynamic that he brings to the table. Um, yeah. But but I just don't don't know about his character yet. I yeah. really don't know if if he had a uh, a separate show, a spinoff show, would you watch it? I mean, yeah, I, I'd give it a shot. Yeah, but it's like I don't know that. Especially
1: if it's set in the same universe. Oh yeah. yes. Oh, of
0: course. Yeah. Then that, you know, of course. But I just don't know. It's like it's one of those things where. I don't see myself enjoying it nearly as much just based on um, the fact that I don't know him very. That's what well. I'm
1: saying. They have to give him some kind of noble purpose for doing what he's doing, and we don't have that yet.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, anything else that you had there? Um, no, I think
1: I'm. I'm good. I'm really excited to see what. Like, I, I love seeing you know what happens to Starling City without Oliver, and I'm excited to see what happens next. And like, even you know the, the flashbacks were cool this episode. You know, in yep. the the club and and that whole dynamic um uh, with Oliver and you know what his his uh I like his history with Amanda Waller we're still exploring that so yep. um but honestly he can take as much time as he wants or away from uh Starling City I'm really really interested to see what happens
0: <laughs> I agree and all of the characters that are inside Starling City and how like they're s- under this ridiculous amount of pressure um, is is really making some interesting choices and is is really causing for some really cool storylines. Um, I don't think there's a single character here that uh, that I don't like their storyline going yeah. on. Um, so yeah. I would say that again, we had the three kind of uh, timelines or three three stories going because we had him. We had the flashbacks and we had this. Yeah. So like I like the way that feels. I mean uh, we're gonna show. we're gonna
1: have that until he comes
0: back right. and I, I really like how that feels. It feels it feels right. There's nothing slow about it and uh, and sometimes, I mean, it just ups the pace that much more, and I just like that. Um, Do you want some quotes? Sure. All right, we have uh, the mayor saying, I don't negotiate with terrorists, and I certainly don't do it in person. And then she turns around and does exactly that, negotiates with the terrorist, and in fact meets him in person, Mm -hmm. which was a nuts scene. Uh, Then we have, I guess you came here to talk some sense into me. Seems like, and then uh, Felicity says, seems like you could use some. That was a really cool scene between Felicity and Laurel. I really liked whenever... uh, Felicity went to turn Laurel around, um, or at least talk to her, and it ended up the other way around, where Laurel's uh, Laura was like, "I'm done. I'm I'm out of this." And, and then Felicity was like, "No, actually, you're not. I'm. You know, we're gonna do this." So like, I really enjoyed that and uh, and and that dynamic. And then uh, we have uh, Laurel saying, "I thought that being Sarah would make it hurt less, but instead it made it hurt more," um, and said, "I'm not strong enough to fight for Sarah," and then. Felicity turned around and said, Sarah's gone. Oliver's gone. Whatever we're doing, maybe we're now doing it for them. Maybe we're doing it for the people that are left, which I enjoyed that as well.
1: And that so like that's what I'm talking about, whenever the, cause that's the correct motivation that, you know, some anyone can have on the show, but especially like, you know, that's the motivation that um uh, Thea needs to have. That's the motivation that Ray Palmer needs to have. That's the motivation um that uh whatever her name is, I can't think right now. Oh, I don't know who you're talking about. Who she was talking to? Oh, uh, Laurel. Laura. That's the motivation that Laurel needs to have. Yeah. Not all this crazy stuff dealing with her sister. Like, yeah, yeah. It's such bad therapy to do what she's doing. Yeah. Just to get over her sister's death.
0: Yeah, and I think that now that, and that's one of the reasons why I enjoy uh, where we're at with uh, her character. And like, we haven't quite gotten there with with Thea yet, and we haven't quite gotten there. But I would love to see us get there um, with with her character and uh, and basically all of the heroes. Uh, I want to see the heroes working. More together, yeah. Uh, than you know, just doing their own thing or having their own agenda or whatever. Yeah. So
1: I just think it's an easy turn for a lot of the. Like, it's an easy turn for Ray Palmer to make. You know, he has things oh, yeah. to fight for. Yeah. It's an easy turn for Thea to make. She has things to fight for. It is an e- an easy turn for Laurel, but like the way they they write her character, it's not easy. They, yeah. She is such a hard headed person. It's hard to get these things through to her.
0: Which is one of the reasons why I thought that this was a little bit more compelling than. Uh, than even some of the other storylines, you know, because it was harder for her. It has been, you know, it's not in, in necessarily in her DNA to to turn around and do this. It's in her DNA to stay stay stuck in the same spot because that's what she's been for all the seasons. You know, is, is she's been stuck in these different locations yeah. and barely moved forward. And so this big this this jump of like, hey you know, get over it. And I think that this will really turn whenever she finally tells uh, Commissioner Lance the truth. Yeah. Um, Quentin, the truth. Um, I think that's whenever we'll see the real turn on her character. And that's whenever, you know, again, I just think that she's had so much to overcome in this, you know, this season that it's like, that. that's why I'm, I'm more interested in her character right now than I've ever been. And more so than some of the other characters that are there. I yeah. don't know. It's just I mean, it's just a taste thing, probably. I mean,
1: I agree that I'm more interested in her character right now. I still don't think that like until she she, she until she um, takes what Felicity said to heart, her motivations are still all wrong. It's still so
0: you don't think that she has yet.
1: No, okay. She's still trying to be Sarah. That's why we had the whole ending thing with with her father. Ah, uh, yeah. Like until yeah. she stops doing that's that. What like I you say, said, that's she stops said, doing you know, that. She comes clean to. To, uh, to to Quentin. Like, until all that crap works itself out, she is not the hero she needs to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when do you think that'll happen? Do you do you, do you think that'll happen <laughs> in the next few episodes? Do you think that'll happen closer to the season finale? I have of no finale? idea, dude.
1: I have no idea. Like, yeah. it needs to happen soon. Yeah.
0: I mean... At this We're, point, it's getting like it's getting old on the audience side of things, like to watch it. Yeah, it's getting you know to where it was it was heart wrenching before. Then it's heartbreaking, and now it's just getting to the point where I said last uh, episode of the podcast that it's it's just a little bit frustrating. Well, she's now. taking she's taking the salt and just like rubbing it in, yeah. man. It's like making it hard. It's making it really like and it's, and it's making it hard
1: for me to like her because of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, and then we have. Star City seems more like Brick City to me. <laughs> that was amazing. I liked that, dude. Brick is always like on point with his like <laughs> his quips. He's always got something weird to say. Um, and then, uh we've, we're not abandoning an entire section of the city, he says they did in L.A. in '92, didn't they? Did not we quote that last I time? Did. I did. Well, I quoted. No, I quoted that earlier. Oh, earlier. In this earlier. Um, and then uh, let me see. We used to have. You said the arrow is gone. Are you sure about that? And then Felicity replies. Yes, but I think I might know where to find the canary. Boom. That was so awesome. That was a great moment. Yeah, yeah. I got chills there. Anyway, um, then we have the best one uh, of the episode, my favorite one of the episode. We says, I'm going to tell you, I would be far more confident in your aeronautic skills if, uh, if you knew that helicopters don't have keys. And then Felicity goes, they don't? And he says, no. And she says, helicopters don't have keys. Who knew? Is it on the roof? (laughs) <laughs> and then, yeah, anyway, then she goes and runs and gets it. Yes. Gets his helicopter. I love yes. that. That was a, a likable moment for him, which has yeah. is, is been. Ray Palmer. Yeah, Ray, Ray Palmer. Yeah. Uh, and then that is basically it. So there were some other ones that I can throw out here, but I think we're good.
1: I think we're good. Uh, that's it for this week. We'll, uh, you can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. We also have another podcast called Stay on Target Podcast. Um, you can find it online. You can also find our uh, Flash on Target podcast where we talk about the CW's Flash if you follow that as well. That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Arrow on Target. Target.